The Pat Kenny Show with Aviva Insurance on News Talk. Now, the Sinn Féin wave that characterised the 2020 general election saw Violet and Wynn top the poll with 15% first preference votes in the four seat County Clare constituency. Acrimony eventually followed and she departed Sinn Féin, becoming an independent. But could the Labour Party soon counter among their ranks? Uh, that independent TD for Clare, Violet and Wynn, joins me on the line now. Uh, good morning and welcome. Good morning, Pat, and and thanks for having me on the show this morning. Now, I was looking over uh, your uh, brief political history since uh, that general election, and I think it's fair to say that you're almost an accidental TD, isn't that so? Well, I have been referred to um, by others as such, um, so it wouldn't be, I suppose, my favoured terminology um, for that election. And I suppose it was a shock, um, and it, it definitely was a, a shock to the constituency of Clare. But um, it was it was a great moment, um, and I suppose to even know that we had topped the polls at the time was was a great feeling. Yeah. Now you were not intended to be the candidate, but um, the uh, sad death of the ordained candidate left a vacancy which you eventually uh, filled and and I presume you know no one anticipated that Sinn Féin wave that you were as surprised as everyone else to see yourself topping the poll. Absolutely um, I, I think there there would have been other members who would have um, hoped to have you know, been on the ticket as well, but maybe didn't put themselves forward, or I think one had pulled themselves out of the hat um, in the run-up to the general election. Um, but yes, personally, for myself and my family, it it was a major shock. Um, obviously, I put myself forward with the idea that you know, if we were to take the seat, I'd be taking the position, but it was still not something that anybody had envisaged yeah. in County Clare. Um, so, yeah, it was it was a quite, a, quite a moment. Yeah. Now, uh, things began to go wrong for you, though, as a, a parliamentary member for Sinn Féin. They did. There was a lot of difficulties, um, you know, and I spoke at length um, at the time. I think we're coming up to the anniversary of that decision that I made um, last year. And I suppose, you know, there would be too many difficulties to count or to discuss here today, Pat. Mm-hmm. Um, but yes, there there was. There was many difficulties and, and specifically locally um, would have been a, a lot of where the issues um, were arising for myself. And do you think it was simply that people resented you coming out of nowhere to become a TD when others might have felt, well, you know, we've served longer and harder for the party and there you are and here we are? Yeah, look, I've spent a long time trying to surmise and, you know, yourself, I suppose, when you're surmising, there's no way of actually knowing. Um, But I do think that there was an element of that, that because there was no expectation for me to take the seat, that there was a change of perspective once um, once I suppose I, t- I did actually take the seat. Uh, so I think there may have been an element of that and maybe an element of, you know, those that had wanted to maybe put themselves forward but didn't have the confidence at the time or I suppose didn't have um, the backup from the membership at the time either. So maybe there was a, an element of um, regret there on their behalf. But as I said, you know, you could spend a long sure. time surmising about other people's feelings and, and what was going on for them at, the, at, at that time. Now, you hit the headlines on many occasions, actually, over the last while. Um, one was bringing your baby into the chamber uh, and another was being homeless. 
Yep. And um, still currently, uh, I suppose, homeless, if the definition was broadened, like many, I suppose, campaign groups have called for. Um, so I'm I'm, I'm still in between housing, I suppose, at the moment. Um, and yes, that was a very difficult period of time for us where we were, uh, I suppose, becoming newly homeless at that point in time. And, and all the while during the maternity leave as well um, in, in the, the, the first six months of the baby's birth but yes you're right I did get to bring baby Collins into the chamber and that was a great moment but I think in coming back from maternity leave um, it has given me a, a great insight and I suppose a, a bit of experience now into the actual barriers that uh, I suppose m- young mothers may face in, in mm. getting the doll to a place where it actually, actually a- accurately represents the society that it is responsible to make laws for um, and so I, I suppose, you know, there's been a lot of work that I've been doing in the background, especially in terms of the House of, of the Oireachtas Commission and the family friendly recommendations. And I suppose I've written to them and made representations um, in light of the experience that I've had and I suppose the challenges that I, I faced um, in ensuring that you know, in paving the way forward for, you know, the inclusion of more young mothers and, and women really in, in politics, we need to have the, the houses of the Oireachtas, um, I suppose, yeah. a more family friendly place. Yeah. And now, that, that's all very positive and uh, I'm sure you'll get uh, credit for that. But um, other bits and pieces, and I'm not going to rehearse them here, uh, about yourself and your husband or your partner uh, surfaced in the media. Do you think you were targeted? I think, um, yes, I think in, in locally in particular as well, um, my partner was, I think, it, 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 yeah, I, I suppose that's the, the, the nuts and bolts of the question, uh, Pat, is yes, I do believe that we were both targeted, um, uh, himself in particular, especially considering I wasn't going to be around for the three full days of, of the week. So, yes, I do believe so. Is this all about the next election, which is not that far away, a couple of years away, um, and your intention, I presume, is to run? Now, whether as an independent or as a member of another party is a question I will be referring to in a moment, but you won't be running for Sinn Féin, I presume? No, absolutely not. I'm no longer a member, um, and so like that ship has sailed. Okay, so that brings me round to independent or the Labour Party, it would appear that Ivana Batrick has been uh, courting you in some way. <laughs> yes, it seems a bit of a storm in the teacup has um, been brought about, I, I suppose, from uh, meetings that I've had with Ivana. Um, look, they've been held in the visitor's bar. They weren't in secret. There was no cloak and dagger um, about any of our discussions. And, um, you know, they have been... Like Ivana has been super supportive of myself since returning. I will say that um, on on the offset. Uh, But even before uh, leaving for my maternity leave, I I know Ivana had approached me in um, one of the protests outside Leinster House and I was quite heavily pregnant at the time. But she she did so just to ensure that I was aware of the creche facility um, that works with the houses of the Oireachtas mm-hmm. and, you know, just relayed in, in a very short, brief moment um, a bit of her experience and, and gave me, I, I suppose, a bit of heads up on some of the, the difficulties that may arise in, in using those services. So I was so appreciative um, of Ivana approaching me at that time because 
I, I actually did not have that information at that point, even though I was already heavily pregnant at, at that time. Um, and then since returning, uh, I've had a number of meetings with Ivana and they have uh, specifically been about legislative processes. Um, I have a, a, a private member's bill on the house, uh, the floor of the house this Friday, for example. Um, but also just, you know, discussing around the difficulties with maternity yeah. supports and, and ensuring that the House of the Oireachtas sure. is more family friendly. Okay, but, but here's the rub. I mean, you have articulated the view that uh, being an independent gives you certain freedoms that mm-hmm. you didn't have as a member of Sinn Féin. Um, would you surrender that great independence to join another party? Well, that's the question. Um, You know, when I made that decision, the only future that I saw for myself in politics was independent and sticking with um, with with being an independent. Uh, I think just from the experience that I had, I had no interest in party politics any longer. Um, and also, I suppose, just from the experience, no, I suppose, the levels of toxic, toxicity that, you know, can be at play. Um, and, and that was my experience. So mm-hmm. I had all full intentions of being an independent for the duration of my political career. Um, and, and that is still the same at this point in time. Yes, I've met with Ivana. Yes, I'm heavily impressed by Ivana um, with, with just her compassion and her support and her willingness to to uh, be approachable and um you know <clears throat> have those conversations that are needed she's yeah. been a great ally to me so far okay but here here's the rub in the next election your seat now an independent seat will be targeted by Sinn Féin who f- feel that they won it as a party uh, back in 2020 and uh, they will want it back you might be better off having another party at your back rather than fighting that kind of campaign on your own well, all those um, thoughts are, are there for uh, any politician, I suppose, in terms of how they're going to approach the next um, general elections and, and what, I suppose, uh, standpoint they're going to take. And, you know, Labour would definitely have not been um, a party that I would have considered when I entered politics in the first place. It was back in 2012. So it was off the back of austerity measures. And my family in particular um, were impacted by austerity measures. So back then, you know, the, the Labour Party were, I suppose, being led differently. I, I think there is still a good bit of work to be done there in regaining people's trust. And I will say that, you know, for the likes of Minister Neve Bratnock, who passed away recently, she brought forward excellent reforms um, that, you know, removed barriers to education. Um, such so much so that if it wasn't for those abolition of third level tuition fees, I would never have been able to attend university. Yeah. For and they may not have been here today um, in this position. But, you know, I, it does seem like they lost their way in recent years. They, they were a party to support the working people on the ground and brought in many excellent reforms. And, you know, I can I can only hope that I suppose with Ivana as leader that, um, you know, they start to regain the public trust. Right. Well, in, in summary, I think, Violet and I can say you were tempted, but not yet convinced. I, no, no such conversations has actually happened <laughs> <Okay>. at such <laughs> that. Uh, I don't. I shouldn't that. put words in your mouth. But anyway, Violet and Wynne, thank you very much uh, for joining us on the program this morning. That's Independent TD for Claire Violet and Wynne. The Pat Kenny Show with Aviva Insurance weekdays at nine a.m. on News Talk.